All right, Patriots Nation, this has been the wildest week so far uh, in the entire season. And I wasn't going to do another show. I was going to wait until after the Patriots-Cincinnati Bengals game. But with all the news circulating over the last 24 hours, I need to put my spin on it. I need to talk about it. I need to let my frustrations out there. I need to rant about it. Because it's been absolutely disgusting the amount of slander that Mac Jones has been facing over the last 24 hours and 48 hours and the entire week. I, I don't want to talk about the last play of the game anymore, but it keeps getting brought up and everyone's got to put their spin on it. But it's been absolutely crazy to see the pitchforks coming out for Mac Jones and everyone dumping him off to the side. Because when one... Significant name says something, Julian Edelman, then all of Pat's nation is going to join in because he's the Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl 53. He's a future Patriots Hall of Famer. He's won three championships. He played with Tom Brady. Edelman said Fox Pro forever. So if Edelman says it, we're going to stand in line with him and get our pitchforks and we're going to go after Mac Jones. And that's what it feels like. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. So you have Julian Edelman coming out. He was on Inside the NFL. He does that every week. And he slandered, cooked Mac Jones. Saying that the, the season's on the line. Mac Jones should have made a better effort on the tackle to Chandler Jones. And then Edelman went on and talked about how Mac has been making these pissy faces. And Mac Jones needs to show better emotion. And that he doesn't... He's not even in the spot to be yelling at coaches and putting the coaches down. First of all, Edelman, like you came in on this team with the GOAT, Tom Brady. Like you came in during the prime of Tom Brady. And you came in on this team and played the entire season when Tom Brady had a real offensive coordinator and a real coaching system around him. And it's funny because Edelman... You know, he got hurt in 2020, and he, and he tried fighting it out. Like, Edelman tried fighting it out. But it's kind of funny because before the Vegas game, if you guys remember this, before the Vegas game, Edelman said he would return to the Patriots only if they were a true contender. Edelman, they're not a true contender because of their coaching staff. And I feel just like Edelman's putting so much stock into Mac Jones is the reason why the Patriots are not successful in offense. And I don't like that. Mac Jones, according to a lot of people out there, last season was an A-plus rookie. Do you know why? Because he had Josh McDaniels as his offensive coordinator. And then this year, I've talked about his progression instead of regression because you can't look at his offensive stats and because of the play calling. So I have to look at his progression a different way this year. I'm looking at it a different way. And I feel like most people are just looking at it and say, well, he's a second year in the NFL and he should be better. He's regressed in the sense of play calling because they don't know how to call a play on offense. And I just don't get. I don't get the whole, you should have made a tackle on Chandler Jones. Mac Jones shouldn't have even been in that position to even have to be forced to make a tackle. They shouldn't even come into his way. He does not get paid to tackle players. 
Like, yes, I get it. You never know. A fumble happens. A, a interception happens. Like, you're on the field. you got to make an effort. How many other quarterbacks that would be in his position would actually try to make an effort and stand there? Some would get out of the way. Listen, I know Tom Brady's a winner and he's the GOAT. And, but, like, Super Bowl 51, like, he threw, he threw a pick six. And he made, a, like, a lackluster tackle. Everyone was giving shit for it. Obviously, you don't because they came back and won because they actually had time to come back and win that game, unlike this one. I've seen it, like the tweets. Well, Mac Jones should have face-masked Chandler Jones, horse-collared, do anything he can to take him down. Are you guys idiots? Because if he did that, if he punched him in the balls and he grabs his face mask and tears him down, it's a penalty, 15-yard penalty, free play for the Raiders, and they'll just kick it and win the game. I looked at that play. Mac Jones tries lowering himself, and he did an awful job at doing it. But some people are saying, like, Mac showed no effort. He just fell on the ground. The, the Mac was standing there and trying to do his best, and he got ran over by a freak athlete of Chandler Jones. Who? Chandler Jones in that, in that momentum grabbing the ball. No one's going to stop him. I just I cannot believe the amount of people dissecting that one play and putting blame on Mac Jones. It's, it's the finger pointing. Like, Edelman, where's your finger pointing on the offensive coaching? Like, why aren't you talking about Belichick and Matt Patricia? You can't slander him because you, you know, were, were with them for so many years and you're trying to keep yourself good with them and their good graces? Like, where's your blaming on the offensive coordinating? Vince Wilfork even came out. And was very sour on Mac Jones. Ty Law came out and sour on Mac Jones. I don't know what you people want. Because here's the thing. If Mac Jones doesn't show emotion, you people are going to spin it and say, well, Mac Jones clearly shows no passion for the game. Get rid of him. He's in a no-win situation. It doesn't matter what Mac Jones does. It, it doesn't look good. Like, he's not going to win. Like, what do you want him to do? If he doesn't show emotion, it's, it's, you're going to say he has no passion of the game. Like, I liked Mac Jones' response to Edelman. That's who I am. He's owning up to it. That's who I am. I'm going to continue being that way. I'm very passionate, and I love football. Like, that's a great quote from your quarterback. He cares. He cares about this. Look at Trevor Lawrence last year. Trevor Lawrence in his rookie season got beat down, went through a bad head coach. He kept fighting tooth and nail all the way through the season. Remember when he came here to New England last year, Trevor Lawrence, and they got beat down, lost by like 40-something points? Trevor kept continuing trying to fight through the season. Head coaching change in the offseason, and now look what Trevor Lawrence is. They won four out of the last five games. They're six and eight, and they're on the come up. Mac Jones, who was 10 and seven last year, and don't forget that seven-game win streak that they have, who looked great for a rookie, it's because of his coaching. Like, I don't blame Bill Belichick in any of this. Bill Belichick's a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive-minded coach. He does deserve some blame for not having the right offensive system there. But I just, I cannot... Keep taking 
the all the it's just like everyone wants to gang up on somebody and point the finger. And right now it's Mac Jones. And I'm I'm hoping Mac Jones deep down inside, I I I hope he takes this as motivation going into Saturday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. He's got to show something. Like, how can you like why are we pointing at Mac Jones for the last play of the game, for the tackle? But no one's defending Mac Jones for being able to be on the goal line on the second drive, throwing a touchdown and his coaching screwing him for calling a timeout. Or fourth and goal, trying to get it in. Oh, well, no, Babs, like, he had a bad play. Like, he had a bad throw. Like, you didn't see that. He overthrew him. He's in his second year. Like, he's in his second year as an NFL quarterback with no real offensive coaching. He's getting a mulligan from me this year. Like, this year, you can't really assess what Mac Jones is. You want to do it next season? We can do it next season when in this offseason they grab an offensive coordinator. But they're obviously not putting Mac Jones in the right spot to help him succeed this year offensively. The fact of the matter is the team as a whole, they're still 7-7. Like, people are acting like the Patriots are a four win team right now. The team as a whole are still winning football games. Like I said this numerous times, Mac Jones is just a game manager at this point because he's trying to get through the season. But I just think it's enough, enough with the slander from Patriots Nation to Mac Jones. I think you people just want something to talk about. Like you want this quarterback controversy. Again, we already went through this once with Zappy. You just want this quarterback controversy. You just want something to talk about. I think people are picking sides because they want to be on the right side of, the, of, of something, right? And say, I told you so. I told you so. Like, listen, I'm trying to be fair. Like, I'll nitpick Mac Jones. I did that last year. I nitpicked Mac Jones on certain things, and people came after me and said, oh, he's a rookie. Leave him alone. But then this year, with no coaching staff in his sophomore season, nope, Babs, he's got to be better than that. And I'm trying to defend Mac Jones. Like, look at it. Take a step back. I said, put yourself in his cleats. How would you feel about this season? Mac Jones has every right as a starting quarterback to be frustrated at his coaching staff and specifically Matt Patricia because he's making Mac Jones look like a donkey on national television. And obviously, this has made players upset. you got Trent Brown liking Instagram posts that want Tom Brady back. you got Kendrick Bourne now getting involved in that. And Kendrick Bourne's been frustrated because Kendrick Bourne's not even involved in the offense this season. And the whole Tom Brady thing. It all starts with Jeff Howe. Jeff Howe stirring that pot saying, oh, there's a chance that Tom Brady could come back this season. And once that was planted in everyone's minds and they're seeing how Tom Brady is down in Tampa Bay and how it's not going so well and they're 6-8 and eight and still leading their division at 6-8, and eight, oh, maybe there's a chance the 46-year-old quarterback could come back to New England. Like if Tom Brady comes back to New England, I'll support it. Like it's Tom fucking Brady. But I think you've already moved on from him. You've invested a first-round draft pick in Mac Jones, and I believe in what Scott Zolak said about your first-round pick and Mac Jones and a quarterback. you got to know what you have within year three. I just feel like this year you can't assess anything out of Mac Jones. First of all, again, they had an awful training camp 
because they had no real offensive playbook. I'm telling you, they had no offensive playbook until two weeks before OTAs. So Mac Jones couldn't study anything in the offseason. Struggled through training camp. Because the offense, they don't know how to run an offense. You have a defensive coordinator running the offense. They're fighting. Mac Jones gets hurt in the, in the third game. He's out, misses a couple weeks. Oh, well, Bailey Zappi, you know, he looked great. He's got nothing to lose. He's just slinging the rock. He's got nothing to lose. Simplified offense. That's only going to last you so far, and it did only last you so far, because after the game script's over, you know how they have a game script, right? This is what we're going to do for the first couple plays. Zappi was exposed the second half of the Chicago Bears game. So I just look at Mac Jones. It's just like, you guys need to like calm down on him. Mac Jones isn't the one who's putting the Patriots in spots to lose games. It's the coaching staff. And I talk to you, it's the discipline. This team is not disciplined. And if you want to blame that and say, well, Mac Jones is throwing these hissy fits and this isn't right, well, then blame the coaching staff for that because the discipline, I just talked about this two episodes ago. The, the team is undisciplined. It's unraveling. I don't think I've ever seen with the Mac Jones hissy fits, right? That you guys call it, the hissy pissy fits. The players going on social media and liking certain things and liking certain trends. The veterans of Patriots that have played talking against the team. I don't think I've ever seen this spiral so much out of control. Belichick might be just coasting at this point. It is what it is. Hey, they're still 7-7. Seven and seven. Like, they're still hanging on for a grasp at a playoff spot, which is crazy. I don't know. I, I had to come on today and just voice my frustration with Patriots Nation when it comes to this. Like, give, give Mac Jones the chance still. There's three games left in the season. And here's my thing. You're sticking with Mac Jones through these three games. There's no point in putting in Bailey Zappi at this point. And why? Because you already saw what Bailey Zappi had earlier this season. You already got your assessment of Bailey Zappi. You don't need to see anything further than that. In 2020, Bill Belichick stuck with Cam Newton all the way through, even when they were already out of playoff contention. And I think Bill Belichick will stick with Mac Jones all the way through and say, you know, if you lose the next three games, kid, this is on you as well. Like, Hey, if you win the next two out of three, makes you look better. I'm just, I'm just, ugh, like I'm just so frustrated that people just want to call it already. Well, Mac doesn't have it. Let's move on to the next guy. You're acting like every other franchise out there with that rotating door at quarterback because that's what it's going to end up being. If you're going to have this mentality of saying, all right, we're done after the second year. Go to the next guy. Like, I get it. Like, I get the frustration. You want a top-tier quarterback. That's how you have to win in the league. And sometimes you go into the draft. Look at Zach Wilson, second overall pick. And they just lost dreadfully to the Jags. And they had a backup come in who plays for the CFL and looked way better than Zach Wilson. Like, Zach Wilson's career looks like it's over. Do you see Mac Jones throwing four picks in a game, three picks in the game? Like, Mac is fighting out there. Mac is trying to do what he can do the best he can. 
And I just feel if you get him a real offensive coordinator with a real offensive play call, he will succeed. Like, think about this. What if they had Josh McDaniels this season? Where would the Patriots be right now with Josh McDaniels? Where would Mac Jones be with Josh McDaniels right now? I'm sure they would be a nine-win team going into this weekend. I'd give them two more wins this season with Josh McDaniels as their play caller. Maybe even three wins. Maybe they'd be a 10-win team. But I could tell you this, Mac Jones wouldn't have only eight touchdowns on the season. Mac Jones would probably be close to 20 right now. Like, the Patriots lead the league in delay of games. Is that Mac Jones's fault? Well, Mac doesn't see the, the scoreboard. He doesn't know that the clock's hitting zero. He's not getting it off in time. Isn't that what you have coaching for? Offensive, offensive coordinators and offensive play coaching? To communicate with the quarterback? To let him know? Mac's on his own island right now. And he's trying to figure this the fuck out. So that's why I'm just saying to everybody out there, like, give this guy some slack and stop with the slander when there's still three games left in the season. There's still three games left. Like, again, if this was, if last week, Vegas, was the very last game of the season, I'm all for the open discussion. I will be all for the open discussion three weeks from now after Buffalo if the season is completely over. I'll be ready and open and we'll talk about it. But as right now, there's still time left in the season. There's still a game to be had on Christmas Eve. There's still a game on New Year's Day against Miami. There's still two home games left. There's still a game in Buffalo. Can Mac turn around? I mean, the chances are, in the offense turn around, the chances are very low because of what we've seen. But just support Mac Jones through the rest of the season of what he's had to deal with. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand this at all. This is Babs on the mic. Episode 10, special edition, ranting edition. I'm, I'm just pissed. And Babs on the mic, this episode is brought to you by K&M All-Star Sports Store. Located at Foxwoods Tanger Outlets. They're the one-stop shop for all your sporting needs, for all your sports memorabilia, for all your sporting gifts, especially with Christmas around the corner. Hey, you missed out on Christmas and you need to get a gift. You go down to Foxwoods Tanger Outlets, see K&M All-Star Sports Store, tell them Babs sent you, and they'll help you out picking up an ice gift for your friends or family. I'm still heated about Mac Jones, and I think that you people need to, you people need to be out there and understand Mac is trying his hardest and dealing with what he can deal with. And man, I hope that Mac Jones somehow, some way can at least throw two touchdowns against the Bengals and they get a win. And if they get a win, man, you're going to hear me. You're going to hear me. I'm going to back them up. But if Mac Jones put the, puts them in a spot to lose, I'll bow down and they'll say, you guys were right. But it's just still too early to call it. It's still too early to call it. I just want to move on real quick because I'm sure I'm going to talk more about this and there's going to be plenty to keep talking about this because more news is going to keep coming out. But I do want to talk as an update for Jerry, Jerry Edmond. And Jerry Edmond will be going to the game Saturday. Robert Kraft reached out to him. 
Jerry will be in attendance. He's going to get the VIP treatment. I'm so happy for Jerry. It is crazy to see how viral that video has gotten. It has, as of right when I'm recording this, 16 million views just on my Twitter alone. 70 million views altogether. Uh, it's, and I said, I've said this, this goes and transcends above football. And I'm glad to see some of the perspectives out there of this situation. And Jerry, I've talked to Jerry back and forth, and he's so humbled and overwhelmed with everything. It's, it's, there could not be a better person uh, in this scenario where something goes viral. And, you know, some people, when they go viral, will then take it to social media themselves and, you know, kind of shove it in people's faces. I've seen that in the past with some people. You shove it in people's faces, look at me, look at me. Jerry ain't like that. Jerry's just been super humbled, overwhelmed, and I'm so excited for him to go out to the game Saturday. And I tell you, when the Patriots win Saturday against the Cincinnati Bengals, Jerry's the reason why. He's the new flag bearer of the Patriots nation for the rest of the season. But the fan base needs to rally against with, with something right now, right? We got the fan base so divided that they're fighting over Mac Jones and blaming him for the loss in Vegas when he gets tackled by Chandler Jones. The fan base needs something right now. They need that rally cry, and, that, and that's Jerry. And that's what, I, that's what I'm excited for for Jerry this upcoming Saturday. And I hope he has a fun time. And I'll see Jerry eventually in person some, sometime down the road. And I hope to have Jerry on a special edition of Boston Power Hour. We could sit down and really have a deep conversation between me, him, and Cliff. And that time will come. This is going to be a very short episode, and I'm going to cut it out. There's no questions from fans. This is simply Mac Jones being slandered by the fan base. I'm frustrated about it. And I just want you to think. Put yourself in Mac's shoes from last year to this year. You're telling me you wouldn't be frustrated? You're telling me you work a job out there and you work with buffoons in management and you're not frustrated at your job? Oh, Babs, you just got to put your head down and work through it. We have emotions. We're humans. Mac is showing his emotions out there. The kid's clearly passionate about this game. The Minnesota game, look, the, the end of the Minnesota game when they lost that game, he's frustrated because that was his best performance of the season and they still lost. I'd be frustrated too. I just hope that Mac can take all this negativity and somehow bottle it together and use it as motivation against the Cincinnati Bengals. Because maybe that's what it's like. Maybe this is all just motivation for Mac Jones to get better at his job. And I'll tell you this, if Mac Jones can become something, a lot of people are putting their names on something they shouldn't right now. And the receipts are out there. Episode 10, Babs in the Mic. We'll see you for the post game of Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots. We'll wrap that all up. I'll see you Saturday night. Ride the wave.